0: You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, a good morning to you. Happy Monday, the 19th of April for 2021.
1: Happy Monday to you guys.
0: How are you?
1: I'm very well. I'm loving this Monday. Waking up, cruising, you know, light outside. Beautiful.
0: So, so good.
1: What a way to start the week. Very good. And How are you? Very good. Oh, that's... <laughs> See, we've got the Monday energy, guys. We are thrilled to be here.
0: Full of it. Just loving life right now. That's great. That's better. It's Monday morning. It's five minutes past seven. Time to get into our breakfast banger here on 88.3. Weekend wrap after this. This is the weekend wrap summarizing what's happened in the last... 48 to 76, 72 hours thereabouts.
1: Gosh, he's a numbers man this Monday.
0: I don't know. What is it? An extra day? Look, it's. My point is. You tried
1: and we appreciate it.
0: Anyway, making use from the weekend, of course, the sad funeral of Prince Philip passing away at Mm -hmm. the age of uh, 99, and all of the royal family, 30 members of the royal family coming together to celebrate the life of a man who lived a great life and was in a great partnership with Her Majesty the Queen for 73 years. So, Amazing, isn't it? Sending extended thoughts to the royal family this morning, and what a celebration. What a man.
1: Absolutely. And hey, Bianca, in more local news... The trans-Tasman bubble is in full force with the first quarantine-free flight. Who would have thought we'd be saying that? Wow. Between Australia and New Zealand, touching down in Auckland last night. Hmm. Now, at this stage, as we've just heard on the news, it's not going to extend any further than New Zealand at the moment, but very, very good progress indeed.
0: I'm glad we've got that up and running again, though, because they are basically us.
1: They're our cousins.
0: They're our cousins across the ditch Mm -hmm. and it's good that we can visit each other again absolutely very very good indeed well there's a few other news stories out there and millions are expected to face income tax (laughs) hits in the next 12 months with analysis showing people earning less than $126,000 a year will face a tax hike from the next financial year great news if you fall under that category.
1: You know, kind of shoots down the Monday vibes a little bit. Oh, just a little. But I'm going to make it even worse because sad news over the weekend for Harry Potter fans, Bianco. Oh, no. With actress Helen McCrory, who you may remember playing Narcissa Malfoy, Draco's mm. mum yeah. in the franchise. Yep. Passing away, sadly, at the age of 52.
0: Very sad indeed. She was a lovely actress.
1: And she was so good in that role. Mm. That makeup, Oh, iconic.
0: Very iconic. Rest in peace and thoughts to her family and those close to her. The vaccine is the topic on the agenda of the state leaders and national leaders today as the big meeting happens in Canberra between all of those. They're discussing fast-tracking vaccines for over 50s. So we'll see what happens there. We'll pay close attention to that.
1: Absolutely, and just to snowball that off too, we did hear from Premier Dan Andrews over the weekend we as well. Did, yes. We got an update on his health, taking a little bit of extra leave, but we wish him all the best in his recovery.
0: Yeah, good to see that he's slowly making a recovery, yeah. and I believe he's expected to come back around May, June, June. Saying, yeah, yeah, I think in time for the budget.
1: Yeah, what a great time to come back, right?
0: I know. There's some
1: a, incentive for you, Dan.
0: What a time to be alive! <laughs> and here's a local story for you, one that. I read across the weekend, big proposal to redesign the whole Caulfield racecourse area inside the Caulfield racecourse. Glenara Council's getting around it because Glenara Council's is one of the smallest councils for like leisure activities. So they're looking to do a multi-million dollar redevelopment of the area, which could include a 15,000 seat stadium Wow! to have a crack at uh, rivaling the Sydney My Music Bowl. So we'll keep an eye on that. That's the weekend wrap. The music's finished. We've gone too long today.
1: Run over on the weekend right? wrap. Over have time. There's
0: so much news. It's the first time Gosh. we've had this much news on a Monday.
1: We're almost news anchors at this point.
0: How good are the cookies there? Stones <laughs> and I A little bit happened on television last night.
1: Oof, just a little.
0: A show that one of our producers is number one fan of. Yeah. Quite frankly. Like really
1: He actually told us if you don't talk about this show this morning, I'm out. So we're doing it for Jack's benefit.
0: He's actually good friends with Bryce. I don't know if you did you hear about that? As you can story. tell, this
1: is all an elaborate lie. Let's not tie our no, darling no, no, producer no. with at the all. same brush.
0: No, he's actually good friends. They're hanging out. They're going for coffee later. I'd love to know the debrief, Jack. <laughs> Let us know. Anyway, it came to a climax last night, the show.
1: Didn't it oh, ever? Boy. What an unexpected twist.
0: Dun, dun. <laughs> actually, I should, should cue myself for that. <laughs> there we go.
1: And we thought, towards the end, that we'd gotten to the most drama. And to be fair, I thought it was going to be a lot more hectic than it was. So did I. And then, all of a sudden, out of the woods comes a video from Beck and Bang.
0: Wow. Wow. That was, yeah, I saw it coming, though. Because do you remember, I don't know if you saw, but there was a little party outside of what we saw on our screens. Mm -hmm. Where one Bryce might have come out and said, it's because... Beck was, you know, thinking about her boy back home and mic dropped.
1: Yeah. Well and truly, and he's in radio, so he can do a mic drop.
0: <laughs> That's it. Or he was. If you get well. oh. um, Anyway. Well, you're supposed to cue me for that. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, but I must appreciate, though, I live for people being under pressure, and I really did feel for a lot of the people in that seat last night because there were a lot of grueling questions being thrown. Plus, you've got every other contestant there. mm But when you kind of get done for cheating and they say, who is that? And you say your brother. I mean. You don't have a good case. When you're hearing. Oh.
0: Like kisses and kisses and kisses like that, you don't kiss your siblings like that. No. If you do, I don't know where you come from, but it's not. (laughs) You know, you don't generally make those noises with a sibling. Mm. Anyway, it came to a climax. I'd love to know, though. Just off the back of that. I'm not accusing them of going along and faking it the whole time or anything like that. I enjoyed the TV show. It's it's a lot for me at the start of the year, every year. love to know when you fake faked something and how long have you, have you gotten away with it for? Because, um, you know, again, I'm not accusing Beck of faking it for as long as what she did, but she kind of did. And the only reason I bring it up is because this guy, well, this guy, come on, Carl, this actor called David Tennant,
1: Who's oh, well known? Are really you going to talk about Doctor Who?
0: No, I'm not talking about Doctor Who. I'm glad you knew who <gasps> was I was in talking Harry about. Harry
1: Potter, though. That's the only reason why I know him. He
0: was in a lot of different mm-hmm. TV shows and movies. He faked having a personal assistant so he didn't have to attend events he didn't want to go to. Oh, that's good. For years. That's so very he had good. Barry McCracken as his assistant, helping him out and vetting all the stuff he didn't want to go to, saying, no, David cannot attend this weekend. He has an event elsewhere.
1: That's why we have producer Jack.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the only
2: difference is he can actually say hello on a microphone. The Thanks, Jack. No. <laughs> oh. Hang on. No, no, go on. The main issue I have with this is you actually said at the start of this segment, your producers, plural. So, do you want to talk about it? What's going on? It means that you're... Am I being replaced? You already have. Clearly. You know? <laughs> Are you okay? What? Have you got your angry pants on today?
1: You just have his hand on his knee. you very, um... <laughs>
2: Look, what would you rather, Kapow? My hand on my knee or my hand on my hip? Wow. Well, you know I when, that, know when we, that happens?
0: I had no idea where you were going <laughs> to go with that. My hand on my knee or my hand on my. Hmm.
1: Turn his mic off, Bianco. Well,
0: oh, thanks for your lovely input, as always. Insightful. <laughs> I love that from him. But yeah. Yeah, when you faked it, I faked it once. Did you? Yeah. I've actually faked it a few times. Nothing too controversial, but you know when you go out and about. Yeah. And you encounter various different things. You find yourself in different scenarios. I fact that I was British once.
1: <laughs> Knowing how bad your British alleged accent is, oh. I highly doubt you passed Do you know, anybody with that.
0: I, I'm I'm not even going to attempt it this morning.
1: Yeah, thank um, you. We appreciate that. that that's progress from no, you. No, you're
0: welcome. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for, to not put an accent on of any, sol- any <laughs> way, shape, or form. I'm here to just be here. Keep your company for the next couple of hours, and then, thankfully, you'll have (laughs) coal. It's Carl Catherine here for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
1: Hey, I was going to talk about this on Friday, Bianco. Why didn't you then? But I felt like I was just still too emotionally scarred by it.
0: Maths is finished. It's okay.
1: But now that I bring it up... (laughs) Now that I bring it up, I feel like maybe I'm not ready to talk about it, but we are anyway. Do you want
0: another song? I'll play another no, song. No, no, no. I'm
1: ready. I'm, I'm as ready as I'm ever Are you be. sure? I'm feeling a bit let down. Oh, I'm sorry. By two individuals. And for once, it's not you and Producer Jack. Well,
0: when you say two, there's another two of us in the room. So
1: Yeah, no, it's not the two of you for once. And you should be grateful for that Phew. because my attention has been distracted otherwise. Other. <sighs> so obviously, during the week, last week, The Real Housewives of Melbourne, the new cast, were announced. And um, two pivotal icons in the show have just decided to tap out. Oh, sorry. Did you say something? And I just feel really betrayed by Gina and Lydia. I just, they were meant to be there. They started filming pre-COVID. And I just feel like if we can survive a pandemic, they can front up for the new season.
0: Is Lydia the name of Kath on Kath and Kim, is it? What? Is she the name, is that the name of the actor of, of Kath, Lydia? No, it's not. Are um, you okay? My interest has been lost. If you were talking about Kath and Kim, then my interest would be sparked because you mentioned a Gina, and I'm like, okay, Gina Riley."
1: Oh, that's who you're talking about. Okay, so no.
0: is that who you're talking about, no, or am I I'm mistaken? I'm talking about
1: Gina Liano and Lydia, the iconic duo that used to just cause so much havoc. Don't get me started on Alex Perry not being welcome back. I think
0: I think I might walk out.
1: Joel Creasy is is he left? Oh, he started. Pezza is gone. It's just most upsetting. Bianca's actually leaving. That's so sad. You know, it's a, um, it's a audio medium, so people don't care if you leave. He is fronting back up. But yeah, I just feel betrayed by his head, And I feel like it's topical for us, considering that a lot of what is filmed on that TV show is in our beautiful area. You
0: know what? I'm actually glad that Ange is in The Real Housewives this year, though. Ange. Ange? Yeah. Is it Ange? I think it's Ange, isn't it? From Who's the Ang? Ange Robin Robbo show. What? Yeah. I'm pretty sure her name's. Oh, there. I
1: love how he's like, oh, I just could not care less. I'm walking out. He knows more about it than me.
0: No, what's her name?
1: I I'm, Janet.
0: No, I'm convinced her name Jackie, is. Jackie. Ange. I'll tell you her full Benko name is in a moment. i just
1: going to um, pull up the Instagram post of the cast reveal that he liked. One
0: because- moment, please, listeners. I will inform you who I am referring See, to.
1: I said I couldn't talk about this topic because it was too sensitive and you wanted to walk out, not because you didn't care, but because in fact you cared too much.
0: No. I will tell you who it is. This person is a media personality. She'd been on Channel 10.
1: Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about now. You know who I'm talking yeah. about yeah. now? She's yeah.
0: one of my faves.
1: Well, now you can watch.
0: No. Nah. I prefer to watch her. On I just want media. to know
1: what her tagline will be. Because that's the most important thing in that show, the intros, and they have their taglines. it's like people find it impossible to figure me out. It's just, it's brilliant. I want to know who, what the tagline will be. What would your
0: tagline be if you could be on The Real Housewives?
1: Ooh, I don't know. I, I, I'm disappointed in myself that I haven't thought about this.
0: Anjali Rao. Rao.
1: Oh well, excuse me for not familiarizing that with Ange. Didn't realize you're on a first syllable basis okay, with well, her. Okay, what
0: what should I call it? Ange is maybe that... her name? Anjali. Yeah. Uh, is it Anjali or is it Angel? I
1: didn't even know she was on there. You're the alleged super fan
0: over here. So... She's been in the media. I'm a big fan of her.
1: Oh yeah, <gasps>
0: I do know see. Her. Now oh. you know who I'm talking about. You don't even know. I walked out. In frustration, you're bringing up this topic, and then I know more than you know.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think you're more emotionally invested than what you first said.
0: No. However, not.
1: Gina, if you're looking for a new gig and you want to come co-host with us once one day, that would be amazing. Why? Because she's just fabulous. Have you seen her?
0: Yeah, but I'd why? really have to
1: step up my game. The you day would. That she was in. My I'd, goodness. I'd
0: drop you for her.
1: <laughs> that would be a show. Of I would. I would leave just so you could host with Gina. She would run circles around you. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Well, thanks for bringing that to our ears today.
1: It's important. Hmm. It is important.
0: Yes. Very, very important indeed. And I'm so glad we got it out. And it was in the first half hour of the program.
1: And I'm so glad that you just happen to know more than I do.
0: This is Delta Goodrum's Billionaire for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM. Here comes the kick. Oh, wait. No, there's a couple of seconds left.
1: I'm walking out, guys. I'm walking out. He missed the kick. I'm walking out.
0: Here it comes for your Monday morning, Southern FM. 27 minutes to 8 on your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside from some musical brilliance to another thing. We're debuting oh, on your Monday morning. Excuse
1: me, to more musical brilliance, thank you. It is a debut of a segment I've been wanting to do on this show for at least four of the five years we've worked together.
0: And something happened to me across the weekend where I thought it'd be rude not to finally debut this. It's taken four months. We weren't sure if it was going to happen on Fridays or Mondays, but we introduced to you this...
1: Bayside, we know you want to know. Should your ID stay or should it go? There's only one man in the know. Let's play a game of Bianco, Bianco. Bianco or Bianco? No. Bianco, Bianco. Bianco? My friend, it is with great pleasure while well, I just build the trophy cabinet for all the Arias I'm going to win from that sting. Mm. Take it away.
0: Thank you very much, Catherine Powell. Cat.
1: Ah! <laughs> Wait, before we go any further, can we explain what actually this is?
0: Okay, so... Basically, what I'm going to share with you is a scenario. You're either going to agree with me or not going to agree with me, but I'm going to give it a Bianco or a Bianco no. Okay. A Bianco yes or a Bianco no. So if it's um, a-
1: Excuse me, it's a yo or Bianco no. I specifically okay. said that about 10 times in the song.
0: If it's a yes, you will hear this.
1: B-ank yo or Bianco no.
0: The word is yes, Carl. Yes! 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 Yes!
1: yes! yes!
0: If it's a no, then you're going to hear this again.
1: Be yank yeah or be yank no.
0: No. Basically. Easy. All right. So this is the scenario I found myself in. I went Ooh. to the football across the weekend. It was at Marvel Stadium, which has a roof.
1: Marvelous.
0: Thank you. Anyway, you know that you're not allowed to smoke in yeah. said venue. Not allowed to smoke. If you want to have a cigarette.
1: Off the premises. Off
0: the premises, outside. You're out. That's it. It's what you've got to do half time, smoke o, that's what you do. mm mm-hmm. I'm sitting down with my mate and all of a sudden I smell something. <gasps> it's a certain aroma. And it's not like an aftershave. It's not the smell of beer, meat pie, chips, chicken burgers, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or the grass. Although eventually you do get a bit of a scent of grass smell. I'm like, hmm. Mmm. Smells a bit fruity. Fruity. B- it's strawberry related. Ah, old mate's got a vape in the stadium. <gasps> Somebody was a serial vaper and they were sitting to the left of me. Ew. Now, I would have thought during these times that it's not acceptable to be using a vape. You would think so. You would think so, but mm. no, apparently it's still okay. There was no security around. Nobody really said anything about it.
1: Don't tell me you took the law into your own hands. No,
0: I didn't. I just sort of sat there. But I thought to myself, is that okay? No. So in this day and age, we just, I don't, I'm don't. i not a big fan of people that vape in the first place. Because, you know, they think they're more privileged than other people. But also, it.
1: it's so bad for you guys. It's so bad for you.
0: Well, it's alleged to be worse than actually smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes because mm-hmm. of all the artificial stuff yep. that's in it. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. And this is not a, another edition of Dr. Carl.
1: No. This is Yo.
0: or Bianc No. So, if you are a vapor out there and you decide to Hufflepuff in a stadium, then this is what I give you.
1: yo or Bianc No.
0: No. 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 No.
1: No bingo.
0: No. Just are no. out. Just no. Do not do it. Please. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it in your own personal space. Yeah. Or in a space where they look at you and they don't frown on you for, for vaping, serial vaping. Because it just... Well, it didn't sit well with me. I don't blame you. Thank you. I'm glad we finally agree on something.
1: Particularly that flavour by the sounds of it. That sounds awful.
0: Look, it didn't smell too bad, but it was the inconvenience. Going in the air and in a public space like that. You're, at a, you're there to watch the football. You're not there to vape your head off. Yeah. And vape hubba-bubba by the sounds of it. Oh, that is just... No, please. Please stop. Just don't.
1: Well, I think that was a very, very good um, pilot episode of Bianco Bianco No. Thank you very much. Will it come back next week?
0: It won't be a weekly thing. No, it'll be a sporadic thing. I'll throw it on you, and you'll be able to have your opinion too. Maybe we'll put it up as a poll on our socials. Ooh, I like Vaping that. in a public place, particularly when it's indoors and there's not a lot of air circulation. Well, there kind of was, but at the same time, no, 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 it was no, a close no. Don't double space.
1: down. You've said it's a bianc. No, no more thinking about it. Done deal. <laughs> Bayside, if you're looking for just a little bit of an energy shift for your week, you're looking for someone just to have, you know, just that little bit of extra pizzazz about you. Mm. I've got a story that's going to really fire you up for your week. Okay. So I was at work on Saturday, and this customer came up with her husband, and they they live in, on a farm, so they're chilling in boots and just like a jacket or whatever. And anyway, we serve them, and they give me a lovely compliment. We get talking. And then she happens to turn around to me and go, you know what? I've purposely dressed down for the occasion today because um, I saw Julia yesterday and she told a shop assistant, this is her words, not mine, to stick it. And it's really inspired me. I'm sick of people. Sorry,
0: Julia, context?
1: No, well, it's getting to it. So at this point in time, I'm very confused. I'm
0: waiting for the bill.
1: And she goes, yeah, you know, she told them to stick it. So today I've decided if anyone ignores me because of how I'm being dressed, I'm going to do the same thing. And I'm looking at this woman like, what? And because I can't wear face masks now, I am like mouthing – like I try not to mouth things under my breath, which I would be because I've got a face mask on. I'm like, what is this lady talking about? And she goes, yeah, you know, when Julia went to the rodeo. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, I don't know how this came into my mind, I remember seeing an ad that Pretty Woman was on on Friday night on TV and then all of a sudden she goes, yeah – You know, when she walks into the rodeo and she says to the shop assistant that she's coming back and, you know, it's a big mistake. And I was like, oh, you're talking about pretty woman. She goes, yeah, I've decided I'm going to do that today. And I said to her, well, I'm kind of disappointed you haven't now because I would have loved to have seen her have a crack at this movie moment. And I said, have you done it to anyone? She goes, literally every person but you, my dear. And so I said to her, are you going to come around afterwards with all your shopping bags like Julia did the second day? But yeah, she had channeled the energy of Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman when she was turned away from retail stores because she was deemed not good enough and was literally going to pick fights because she was fired up from watching Pretty Woman. Wow. Amazing.
0: I mean, there are a lot of people out there that decide to be influenced by the movies that they watch. Not a great idea.
1: No. Well, a lot of people tend to as well, even just from like TV shows, you take on the energy of the show that you're watching. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you want to have a career change because you're watching Grey's Anatomy and you're seeing people be heart surgeons. You're like, you know what? That's a good idea. Yeah. But I've never seen it in such a full effect where she was going to start confrontation with people just so she could say big mistake, huge and walk off. I think amazing.
0: I think I had a rubbing effect when it comes to movie watching and career influences mm. because when I was younger, I used to watch Wayne's World two. Yep, not Wayne's World one, Wayne's World two, and they go into W P I G Aurora, and they meet Hank Azaria. I think yep. it's Hank Azaria.
1: Yeah, he's mm. the Simpsons man.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so he's seen there, and he's like called Good Looking Dave or something like that. Anyway, they think it's this other guy who actually is good-looking, but it's Hank <laughs> Azaria and he's in it. He's like, hey, how are you? Wayne's world, Wayne's duck. Oh, yeah, the and All that sort of stuff. And I don't really think that I was influenced in the sense that I sound like him. Oh,
1: but- I'm seeing some parallels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but looks or sound, or- I don't know how to take that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to say that you watched um Good Morning Vietnam a lot because that no. explains your intros on the show. No,
0: and the other one that I enjoyed watching mm-hmm. was Pirate Radio, the boat that rocked. What? Have you not watched that film? I've
1: no, I've never Jack, heard of that in my please life. Please tell me
0: you have watched the boat that rocked. If you haven't, oh I'm yeah, I know be...
1: the boat. The, I didn't know. I thought Pirate Radio was the movie. And no. I was like, what?
0: It's called Pirate Radio in some places, but we. Have it called The Boat That Rock.
1: Oh, I know of it. I haven't seen it.
0: Have you watched it? No. Oh! How do I put up with you two on a Monday and a Friday, honestly?
1: Speaking of boats that rock.
0: <laughs> what a morning it's been so far.
1: Oh, so many highs.
0: It's going so quickly too.
1: I know. Time flies when you're having fun.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that where we define it? F-U-N, fun. Okay. Fair enough. Well, speaking of spelling... Oh, gosh. Studies confirm that people that point out grammar, s- bleh, grammar mistakes <laughs> are less agreeable on things.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that. I think they're very particular.
1: Shout out to um the guy I went to primary school with who felt the need to post on my Facebook wall when I was 14 that I used the wrong... I put a comma in the wrong spot in a status and he said, I can't, and deleted me. What? I'm not kidding. He was a very interesting unit. I can't. He he just on my wall, no context. I can't use a comma correctly, and then he deleted me.
0: Wow. I
1: think he's got 20 Facebook friends now because he did it to everybody.
0: Was he the one that felt like he was like 25 when he was 10? What? As in like maturity wise? Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know those. I'd love to know
1: what he's up to now. If he's teaching English, good luck, kids.
0: He's probably a politician.
1: Anyway, let's get back on track. Enough about my anecdote.
0: Anyway, an amazing story that this has been proven. If you are the grammar police, it's hard for everybody to get along with you. It's a proven study that happened in twenty sixteen. Yeah. That if if you are a person like that, like just the smallest of spelling mistakes, mm-hmm. and you pick it out, that yeah. shouldn't be there. I before e except after c. Oh, I hate that! All of those examples, mm-hmm. you know, k instead of ch. I don't know. What are See? the other ones? <laughs> Did you learn any other ones? I I always remember i before e except after c, and that's probably yeah. to kill till those analogies. Oh, when teal, teal? yeah,
1: for essay writing, topic, topic e- sentence, evidence, evidence, evaluation, link, something. I thought, link, it, was, I thought something? it was explanation. Oh, Jack, of course you know oh, this. Oh, here we oh. go.
2: Speaking of this agreeable. Is, <laughs> oh. this, this, the funny thing is, this is actually my, my ally because I'm at uni. Oh. Uh, topic, oh. explain, evidence, link. Okay, bye.
0: Yeah, that's the only link you're having today. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, see, I think in this modern age... And obviously, if you're doing this for work, like it's a proper document and it's important, spell correctly. But I think there's a real power in just embracing the fact you can't spell stuff in a message. Like if autocorrect can't fix it, you're just that far down the rabbit hole. Just embrace it. Let them sort of figure it out for themselves.
0: This is why I don't like autocorrect. Mm. And that's why I've never had autocorrect on any of my phones.
1: See, I don't understand that.
0: I could just never do it. I prefer to spell things myself. If I get it wrong, I get it wrong. It's where goggle comes in.
1: But that's what autocorrect is, that buffer between having to goggle and not. No, because
0: you're not going to... I can't trust autocorrect.
1: But it's a robot that literally tells you how to spell. How do you not trust it?
0: You know, you want to go and spell tomato and all of a sudden it's gone toothpaste. Like, no. I don't want that. It's like, do you want some tomatoes from the supermarket? And then it get, translates to toothpaste. Like, how do the two even co-align but with each other? I like other? it
1: because it keeps it amusing. Because then when you send it, you're like, ah. And then you have the opportunity to then send the little emoji with the face palm, which is one of my favorites. Yeah, but you know, that, it's,
0: it creates too much effort. Okay. I reckon. I don't know. Maybe There's some
1: feedback for you, Siri. Toothpaste and tomato. It's just still a bit of a refresh class on that.
0: I'm just glad I don't have to use that device. Apple devices. I'm not an apple person myself, personally. I've put that on the record before. He's known to fruit. I'm an Andrew. Well, no, I'm an apple person, but not that kind of apple, if you know what I mean. I love my apples. I love my Royal Gala's. I love my Pink oh Lady. My pink Lady generally have been the in-season apples, consistently in-season apples, that I enjoy crunching on. They are delicious. I don't you know. you said that people do spelling like? are apples, the worst? What apples do you enjoy crunching into? Personally, do you do you look at an apple and think, oh, I don't really care what brand it is, what type it is. I just crunch one and it, oh, it does it for me. Or
1: yeah, pretty much. To be honest with you, I used to be a real Granny Smith kind of gal back in the day, and now I've moved over to a Pink Lady.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. See, I was always the Gala. I was brought up on the Royal Gala, and if it wasn't a Gala, then I'd be disappointed. What
1: about the Golden Delicious? That used to be a big thing in the nineties.
0: I don't. Are they still around? I don't get people who can eat green apples. Oh, okay. It might be an outlandish oh. statement, but I just it doesn't resonate with me. I cannot do a green apple.
1: Fair enough. Thanks for sharing.
0: How did we get onto apples?
1: And just to confirm, apple, A-double-P-L-E. To get back on track with the spelling.
0: Thank you for that. And next week, we're coming up with a segment called The Spelling Bee. Oh, gosh. Well, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Radio edition. But maybe for copyright purposes, it's are you smarter than a Colby
1: <laughs> that would be a great segment. I could sing that too.
0: Please. We've already had mm-hmm. one. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. You've done Bianca old Bianca No today. Please don't. Just stop. I
1: can't wait to be an ARIA nominee. Like, that's really going to change my life.
0: What's your song going to be? If you Bianca old
1: Bianca No. For that? I'm getting nominated for that. I can feel it. I'm channeling it. I'm sending it out into the universe now. Really? Yep. Richard Wilkins is going to present that to me. <laughs> and I'll say... Richard, I knew from the start that I was sitting on actual gold. But what if he's not around? What do you mean? Well, he's he, always around.
0: He might not be around. I could be
1: the new Tones and I.
0: Please don't.
1: I'll just buy all my houses and just like hang out. If I start wearing a cap next week, you know what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Is that going to be
0: your trend? Is it you're going to wear a cap? No,
1: or... I need a statement accessory because um the cap's already been taken. Yeah. Maybe like... The beret? Oh, no. I'm not a hat person.
0: Oh, okay. So we've gone from I'm not a Granny Smith person to I'm not a hat person.
1: I'm not a hat person. Let's go to a song. This is a very, we've covered a lot of ground in this segment. Bananas? Thoughts? Kiwi fruit? Oh, Kiwi fruit? Mm. Whoever was the first person to try kiwi fruit, brave person.
0: Do you like kiwi fruit?
1: I'm allergic. Are you? Well, not properly. I've got an intolerance for it. My chart told me and I've backed off ever since.
0: I just can't touch them. I wouldn't go anywhere near them. Really? Oh, uh, no. Not the kiwi fruit. Well, if you've ever wanted to hear digression, that was it in <laughs> a nutshell. It's Cowboy Cats and your Monday. Something that's just sort of arisen out of nowhere. This term FOMO. Can what do you somebody mean? explain to me what FOMO is? Are you serious? It's about 10 years old. I've never heard of FOMO until all of a sudden recently. It's like, Guys, if you've got FOMO, then guess what? Get into the city. Or if you've got uh, FOMO... That's not how it goes. Oh, yeah, you're right. It goes a little bit like this. So
1: get to the city or get FOMO!
0: Context, You've dealer. never
1: heard of FOMO before? rock.
0: can you explain to me what FOMO is? You're Fear advertising it?
1: of missing out.
0: Oh, is that it? Oh, my gosh. Why don't they oh just gosh. say it?
1: Oh, my gosh. Why don't
0: they just say it? Am Fear I hosting with someone
1: out? in his 20s or about 95? I you, don't know. What is wrong with you?
0: I still look at SMH... And I think, what does it stand for? I see, can you tell me? I actually have no idea. Shake my head. Oh. Okay.
1: Or in in my um negative mindset, um so much hate.
0: Okay, I'm not good with terms. LOL. LOL.
1: LMAO.
0: LMAO. Yep. Laugh my backside off. Yep. Yep. I that's won't use past. the actual term, but ruffle. Roll on the floor laughing. Yep. Yeah. Anything else? Um, T G I F. Thank God it's Friday, but it's not. It's not. not. <laughs>
1: That's the problem. I know. That is the problem. I am amazed you've never heard of FOMO before.
0: No, but apparently Dilruk speaks highly of it. You'll get FOMO!
1: Yeah. Okay. See, there you go. You learn something new every day. You've I really like those FOMO
0: coming out, though. Those commercials that are being played at They're the moment. They're very good. For They're city very good. Get FOMO.
1: It's so true. There's always so much going on in Melbourne, particularly after last year. It's very exciting to be back. I
0: don't think I'm in the minority, though. I don't think I'm the only one out there that doesn't know what FOMO is. I think they could have marketed that a little bit better, personally. That's just my opinion.
1: But it's common. Producer Jack, back me up here.
2: Three times. Uh, Yes.
1: FOMO. Mm. Most people know what FOMO is.
2: Yes, but do you know what JOMO means?
1: Yes. This is a new term.
2: Juxtaposition of missing out. More joy of missing out. And I think as we're getting older, we're getting serious Jomo uh, Jomo. when people are going out. I didn't even know that Facard wasn't Facard on Fridays. Oh, my Lord. If you don't have context, listen to the podcast. Facard,
0: And also, um, um, quinoa quinoa
2: uh, is
1: another little point with Bianca. I
2: like to think that I'm quite good with my grammar, generally speaking. I went to a private school for the first six years of my life. And you
1: say quinoa.
2: Yeah, your grammar, yes. Your pronunciation, not so much. Well, there are some words that I just can't get out. It's like how I say Hawaii. (laughs) I say it funny, okay? Everybody has
0: a word that's like a safe word that's not a safe word. They can't say it properly. Uh, mm. Every time I say that word, I get looked at funny. Well, because you should. should. Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. 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 I sound like I'm trying to say that. Imagine Bianca trying to order
1: a Hawaiian pizza. Hawaii-wee pizza.
0: That's a really bad impersonation of me. Well, that's
1: what it sounds like. Hawaii.
0: I say Hawaiian. Is that it's, right?
1: So you can do it.
0: Hawaii pizza. I don't know. I'm a lost cause. I really am. <laughs>
1: anyway, you've learned what FOMO is, so you're on the right track. Sort of.
0: Well, I hope so. I just, I don't know why. Like, it's not just in that little spot that promotes Melbourne that I've heard FOMO recently. I don't know why all of a sudden we've got the FOMO attitude.
1: I it's, think because we're like, all locked up for a year.
0: It's an agenda. It's a FOMO agenda. Fear of missing out. It's like, if you don't go, then it's the end of the world.
1: Well, we should be saying, if you don't listen to Carl and Catherine on 88.3, FOMO.
0: But see, when I see an F in an abbreviated thing, I don't think that that is That's what's be, throwing you off. That's exactly what's throwing me mm. off. And I'm sure I'm not the only one here that thinks that.
1: Well, thank you for another Carl confessional. That was very insightful into the inner workings of your mind.
0: Is that what these are becoming, is it? Yeah. The Carl confessionals. Yep. Okay, then. Well, thank you for mentioning that there was a Carl confessional.
1: I reckon in a couple of weeks, Producer Jack and I will put a little pop quiz together and you've got to figure out what the little abbreviations are.
0: Oh, no, I don't like... Well, actually, that might work out <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah, all right, next week we'll have it together.
0: I wasn't here for it, but now that you mention it, it might be okay.
1: In the 0.2 seconds it took for you to think about it, he's changed his mind.
0: I have changed my mind. Anyway, let us know, 0404 000 736, the socials, I don't know, however you want to get in contact with us, really. There are a number of ways you can. Surely I'm not the only one out there that gets thrown off by the word FOMO or words along the same calibre. Cause there are words out there that you look at and you're like, no, that's that's not for me. I have tried, I've done my best, but I just can't.
1: This is probably one of my favourite stories to come out of the week so far. Okay. Um, a lady over in the UK lady. had to call animal services during the week.
0: Why did she feel like an animal?
1: No. <laughs> but she did see a weird figure in a tree near her house.
0: Speaking of weird figures, here last week there was like spots in the sky, and everyone were concerned about it. it in the later half, of- hey, hey,
1: we're talking about real life. We're not talking about space at the moment. Not saying that's not real life well, either. It was. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway,
0: to your own sound effect. Okay, back
1: to this person. So she's called animal welfare and said, "Hey, there is a mysterious headless beast." In a tree near my house. Me and my neighbours are closing our windows and not opening them at all. And bearing in mind, they're going into the warmer weather.
0: Mysterious headless beast. Because
1: we're worried the mysterious headless beast is going to come into our house. We're really concerned we've never seen anything like this before.
0: Well, I've never heard anything like that before. And
1: anyway, the animal welfare people were like, what are you talking about? That it said, no, it's large. It's like a brown colour and it's sitting in the tree.
0: It's not a good description.
1: Can you please send somebody to like come out and see it? So if you are working at animal protection and you hear mysterious headless and then beast, you're bringing your best gear, you're bringing your best people, like you don't know what you're facing. So they did. They brought all the equipment, all the gear. They had an idea as to what was happening. Got there, look up in the tree, and they said, "What is that? What what is that figure? We've never seen anything like it." Okay. You know why? Why? It was a croissant.
0: Oh, wow.
1: These people went three weeks, terrified, nearly boiling themselves to death because they wouldn't open windows for the sake of a a croissant, a pastry in a tree. I don't know how it got there. It must have been a very big croissant if they thought that it was um an actual animal. But yeah, so that was a very expensive bill because they had to pay then for the animal protection people to come out. To um, capture a croissant.
0: (laughs) I just, I don't know how to even respond to that. Like, I've heard of some really silly things in my lifetime, but to get scared by the shadow of a croissant. It wasn't
1: even the shadow of a croissant. It was the croissant.
0: The figure of a croissant. Couldn't you just shine like a spotlight on it or something? Just to look closer. I would have
1: thought that other animals would have had a crack at the mysterious headless beast if it was really a croissant. But
0: who puts a croissant in a tree? (laughs) Honestly.
1: I don't know. I don't know how it got there. I don't know how it lasted. I don't know how big the croissant was that it would be mistaken for an animal. I've got so many questions. I don't have many answers, but yeah. So if you're going to, like, if you see something suspicious, guys, up a tree, just make sure it could be a pastry.
0: It's a bit like hard rubbish, people leaving hard rubbish in places. I don't know how, but somebody threw a child's bike up a tree outside my house. I really I don't know what goes through one's head. First a croissant and now a children's bicycle. I mean come on. I think we're better than that, aren't we? I think so. <laughs> we're to
1: Unless they think it's um Christmas and their new ornaments.
0: Surprise, I got you a croissant it's in the tree. Hmm. Tastes a bit leafier than usual. It's, it's a Catherine. vegetarian croissant. I saw that Prince Philip had his hearse customised, his he did. old military vehicle. He'd been working on it for mm-hmm. the last 18 years and, of course, sadly did pass away and was in his hearse that he customly made. Correct. Anyway, it turns out it's not the first custom-made hearse that's ever been seen in the world of this level. Okay. There's a man in New Zealand who takes pride in making customised, well... Coffins for people—a mm-hmm. little bit of a downgrade from a house, but coffins. And there's a story that came out about how one of his close mates passed away, but loved donuts. Oh no! So what oh, did he do? No, he customized a coffin and made it look like a long jelly. Cream I was donut. going
1: to say lucky it was long because that would be just creepy. If it was a circle,
0: we'll have a look at that. Oh yeah, good.
1: Because yeah, I thought. <laughs> I thought you said it was going to be a, like an actual circle. And I'm like, the nah, image. like how ooh.
0: It looks more like an eclair if you look at it. It's like it does a look more jam eclair
1: In fact, I would say it's an eclair.
0: Okay, well, you declare it's an eclair. Have a look at the other ones that he's created, though. Not great for radio or cross-radio, <laughs> but he is a very creative chap, this man from New Zealand. His name is Ross Hall, and mm-hmm. he's been doing it for 15 years. Wow. Because I thought, you know... Obviously, Prince Philip has been working on this customised hearse for the day that he did pass. And What
1: a depressing hobby, though. Well, imagine just, like, toying away with that, being like, yep, one day.
0: It's a new form of creativity, that's it for sure. It certainly is. Thinking outside the box, that's... Hey. What it looks like. The other ones that he's created, he's created a Lego one.
1: There's a hologram one. Yeah. That's cool. It's
0: pretty amazing, though. But see, I'm do.
1: always for, with funerals and services, that it has to be a celebration of life. And I would love for that something like that to be for me. Like, just, you know, something a little different. What would you have? Fireworks.
0: What? You would have a hearse, a coffin created for you that had fireworks over it?
1: No, that shot fireworks.
0: Wow.
1: So, it's the ultimate take care, bye. In fact, I would like it to shoot and say take care, bye at the end of my service.
0: Okay. Well, that's asking a fair bit.
1: Yep. Good luck, everybody.
0: I don't know if I'll be here to see that or if you... <laughs> I wonder who will go first. We're not even really... <laughs> I think Jack will, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. Just... <laughs> oh, I just... When I read the... <laughs>
1: really made Jack cry. This is taking a turn. Jack, would you like to say something? He's
0: actually a ball of emotion today. I don't want him on the microphone again. He's had three times Yeah, Here, Jack, already. you can share mine real quick. <laughs> no, no, just talk. Not COVID safe to do that, please. Yes? Did you want to say something, old mate? I'm
2: just very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very upset. Are you? I just I just want to make it, make it clear and put it on the record, that I'm very upset. Would you that- like
0: a stripy coffin to match your shirt you're wearing today? I think I might bury you with that shirt if I'm alive to bury you then. Bury the hatchet.
2: You know, we'll be good on, on oh, good that. Oh, yeah, by you'll then.
1: finally come to good terms.
2: <laughs> I, I, I have no words. It's clearly. <laughs> I'm, I'm this just, is
1: taken. What about you, Bianco? What would you want? I bet you it'd be, oh, Richmond.
0: You know.
2: You read my mind. I'm, know, actually, I'm picturing. Are you still here? I'm <laughs> here. Hi, how are you going? I'm picturing yellow and black uh, stripes on the coffin. And possibly. Oh no. flowers
1: as well. No,
2: we could carry him out to the risk. So now you're acting like I'll be dead before you. Well that's probably gonna be the case. So
0: <laughs>
1: look
2: No, nah,
0: sorry mate, yeah, your mic goes off there.
1: Wow. Talk about dead radio. Dead air. It's
0: Carl and Catherine here for your Monday morning on eighty eight point three. If you would
1: I think I'm gonna be doing some counselling in a minute. My goodness your this is taking a coffin attention. as well, I
0: don't know. Take that back for good for you Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM. If
1: anyone just happened to be wondering, did Bianco just yell, oh yeah, at the end of that? He did.
0: Well, that was not necessary to bring up on air.
1: I just thought it's just another layer of you that basically I don't really get to see.
0: My layers on a Monday, they tend to unfold in the lead up to <laughs> nine o'clock. I start very high when I get up at about 4.30. Yeah. I get going, I get moving, I hear the news at 5am and then I go to the gym.
1: Oh, here we go, Jack. There's another reference. I thought well, we would you would be able to get... Well,
0: you made me bring it up. I okay? didn't. You did. Did,
1: did. I, did, that, did those words come out of my mouth? No. No.
0: You didn't encourage me, but you kind of did because you said, did Carl just say off air, oh, yes? In yeah, the, but I in didn't
1: say, time? bring up the fact that you were at the gym this morning.
0: I had a fantastic time for those wanting to know.
1: He took the stairs.
0: Oh, geez, my heart rate got up. And it wasn't because I knew I had to put up with you for two hours. <laughs> it was, I was on the That'll stairs. That'll
1: keep you young, fast heart rate.
0: No, it's not good for you. I actually was like puffing. It was bad. It was the first time my heart rate had gone up. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Enough about me. You have enough to Enough of your talk excuses, about. Bianco, because I want to talk about the best one ever. It was an excuse. We were talking about the whole married at first sight thing earlier in the show, and you can catch that on the podcast, but <laughs> when someone's allegedly cheating and you say, no, that was my brother, that's a bad excuse. But one on social media this week is even better. Now, a lady has taken to a certain social media platform that I like a lot. It has got may have something to do with clocks. Um, anyway, to say that her and her husband of... Clocks, I think it was for those about, at home, clocks. Yes, of about five years have separated, with the reason being <laughs> that this man just cannot lie to save himself. Now, some photos came out of him at a certain nightclub, Bianco, Where this man, who is apparently his late 30s, photos came out the next day from his time at the club without his wife with a group of young ladies.
0: Oh, here we go.
1: But to make it worse, he had his arm around a couple of these ladies. But you know what was missing, Bianco? What? His wedding ring. Oh. So his wife has confronted him because these photos are public and they've appeared on social media. And she has said to her husband... Hey, first of all, I don't like the fact that there's a whole heap of young girls here. Second of all, where's your wedding ring? To which he replies, oh, no, the club photographer actually photoshopped it out.
0: I mean, really?
1: (laughs) That is what he was standing by. So this lady just dug a bit deeper and said, if the photographer could go to the extent of photoshopping your ring out, why didn't they Photoshop and fix your face? Which is a great burn. A it's great
0: burn. actually really funny if you bring that up. Speaking of Photoshopping your ring out, I believe I sent you the article, Jack, about a certain story which involves rings of a different kind where you can actually get your ring mounted in chocolate. I might not bring that to you. It's probably not great for you while you're eating your breakfast at no, 24 No, I, d- I
1: don't want to hear that story. It might be a Friday feel-good mm. story, I
0: think. Well, I not, think so. so good.
1: But then the best part is once this woman, Bianco, then calls her husband out for the alleged Photoshop, he then, t- he then retracts that comment and goes, oh, actually, no, you're right. It was a different club that Photoshopped my ring out. This one, um, I washed my hands and forgot to put it back on.
0: It's amazing, though, when you do go out to a place that's semi-clubby and mm-hmm. then they sort of just dictate what photos are good to put oh. up and what photos are not good. And part of you is like, I know I had a photo taken of me. Where is it?
1: And you're just waiting the next few days for yeah. it to come It's off. like,
0: I was there on this date and they've uploaded an album saying, yeah. you know, cool kids at this mm-hmm. event or whatever. You know, I'm just using figurative speech. Obviously, you'll never see a cool kids anyway. Well, you might. but you might. Like, we just won't get invited to a cool kids party. Highly unlikely. But anyway, I remember going back a few years ago, I'm talking probably literally when I was in my last year of high school, there was a particular event and you have told me you went Mm -hmm. to the same event in Mm -hmm. your respective last year of high school. Yep. It's one that they throw every year at a particular venue.
1: I dodged those photographers like
0: the plague. Well, see, I didn't.
1: Oh, Bianco, no. No, 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 I
0: kind of did, but there was one photo I remember being taken that had a socialite in it. Oh. By socialite, I mean... A member of their family might have been quite well known around the traps around here. I know
1: exactly who you're talking about without even saying. I don't think
0: you do, but anyway, I will tell you off air shortly. So, I was photoed in... (laughs) Photoed. I was photographed in this uh, group of people. Yeah. And I was on the end. Mm -hmm. And I recall sort of hanging out with this socialite during the time. Mm -hmm. And then it came to when the photos were uploaded, nowhere to be spotted.
1: Oh, that's the one photo you want.
0: But I was heavily convinced that maybe it was uploaded and they were told very quickly yeah, to get rid river. of that. Or it was just, nah. Nah. Don't put that photo up because this rando's in the photo. As well, in the there rando being me. Because <laughs> it's fair to say, this person who was a bit of a socialite, never really gotten to know them that well. But they are dating somebody that I did know somewhat. Good story. Yeah, I know, right? I always bring the good stories on a Monday. That's what I'm here for.
1: Maybe they photoshopped you out.
0: Nah, I didn't, because I didn't, more, I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't think so.
1: There you go. What was your dodgy excuse that you heard? Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. It's like, I know I'm
0: ugly, but can you oh, just uh, put the photo up? You, I am hearing
1: in the last few show episodes of this show, you have been particularly <laughs> no, no, harsh just, on yourself. I'm just kidding. I want you to say one nice self-love thing to yourself right now.
0: I've got a great head for radio. Look, we love when we crunch into a bit of food and it tastes a bit crunchier than usual. What? Well, I'm talking about sometimes you go to eat breakfast and maybe your Cocoa Pops had something a bit harder than you oh, no. should have. Or if you go to chomp into a Cheesy mite scroll and all of a sudden there's something else in that Cheesy mite scroll. Cheesy bite. Exactly. Anyway, story has come out about a woman who bought a salad pack at a local... Supermarket. Oh, no. But this is particularly different because it's very rare that you'd find something of this calibre yep. in your salad. I'm talking about a slippery snake. A snake? An actual snake. Not a worm. Not a worm. Oh. Not a little creature.
1: A snake. A s- s- snake. A bit of extra protein.
0: Well, yeah. But you don't know what kind of snake it is. You don't know how it got there. How long has it been
1: in there for?
0: Good question. I don't know. Anyway, it shocked this family who wanted to have a friendly salad in the meal. No, I got a snake with it. Wow. I don't think they ate the rest of the salad. I wouldn't, personally, no. Know. No, Well, because the venom in snakes can be quite deadly. Absolutely. Depending on the snake. But
1: it would be a little snake. There's no way a big snake, a dangerous snake would fit in a salad. Well, You'd notice it. When it's supposed to
0: be green. You know, and then in nature, salad, then, then this is a great... Yeah, I just... I've never found something like that in my food. No. Thankfully.
1: There was the famous time where I got fresh produce out of the garden and made a salad and there was a um, worm in there. Oh, a caterpillar. That wasn't good. Oh, really? Yeah, it was an awkward family dinner. Um, But yeah, other than that, I haven't either. Yeah. Thank thankfully. goodness. Yeah. Because I don't want like if I'm buying a salad, I don't want to commit to a pet as well.
0: What's the worst thing you find in your food though? I don't like <sighs> finding hair.
1: Oh, that is the worst. You know,
0: like but but at home, fair enough. Like yeah. sometimes you're not the only one to consume food yeah. in your household. But when you're out Can I it's like uh,
1: I can no. up this with a story that happened to a friend of mine in school. <laughs> so you know how in school you'd sit in your groups? Yeah. I heard, I was friends with another group and I was sitting with my group at lunchtime one day yep. and all of a sudden I hear screaming from my other group. And I'm like, guys, what's going on? And a late, uh, one of the girls had opened a muesli bar and a moth flew out of it. Oh, Now, to make this worse, to make this worse, I'm not telling you what brand it is.
0: It laid eggs?
1: No, worse. So they emailed the company, took a photo of the moth, literally in the muesli bar and sent it to the company. And they said being, you know, we make stuff out of natural ingredients. Moth eggs is an ingredient in the muesli bar. Uh, What? But most of the time they don't have moths in there. (laughs) On What? I've never touched the muesli bars since. Neither has anyone in my school.
0: I ate so many muesli bars as a kid. Now I've got myself thinking: Did I eat mothballs?
1: I'll tell you in the break with the, what brand that, it was. That's but disgusting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Though we're saying that, I've got a feel-good story for you in oh, relation to getting some feedback a bit of a from a company. jump. Yep. Well, you know, we need to end on a positive. We don't want to end on consuming <laughs> mothballs or moth eggs or whatever you want to call them. My mother, Helga, Helen, who. I'm sure it's not listening right now, but we'll appreciate this story. Hi, Helen. Young. When I was younger, and she was younger too, I suppose. It was a little while ago. <laughs> she wow. Bought a particular brand of pasta. Yep. Didn't cook. Just snapped. It was really, really? bad. Yep. Wow. Very well-known brand of pasta. Mm. And I think she also did this for a brand of milk too once. She's done it twice. She loves to get money for her buck. Anyway.
1: Bang for her buck is the first.
0: Okay, thank you. <laughs> She sent a letter, a long letter, yeah. outlining what was wrong with the pasta and said, very disappointing, loyal customer for so long, probably won't buy your product again. That because is this not is al experience. dente. Not al dente at all. No. It was the opposite of al dente. It was del dente, if that's a thing or not a thing. Anyway, she got a box back. A box was delivered to our house. like Not I, just I a box where, of pasta. But like a, a large a... box. It's like, <gasps> what? Where did this come from? The pasta company wrote back a letter and mm-hmm. said, we are so sorry, apologize for the inconvenience caused for you biting into the pasta. that wasn't up to the standard.
1: Here's a crate full of also non-cookable pasta.
0: No, it was cookable. It actually was a lot better. But that was really nice. Of yeah. People, you know, we don't have that in life anymore. No. If you complain about something, it's, and?
1: Oh, you get trolled by their social media people.
0: Well, someone might spit in your food. I don't know. I'm not speaking on behalf of everybody that works in food and customer service, but, you know, just accept it if you get a snail or something. <laughs> it's Carl and Catherine wrapping up what's been another show on 88.3, and Jack is here as well. Hello, friends.
1: Are you just a new co-host now?
0: I'm a little bit concerned. Well, he just liked to pop up today. A little like somebody else who popped up on a television series quite frequently. I'll play you a little grab of it.
2: All you have to do is get used to his accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: Cousin It.
1: Cousin It.
0: And Jack, whenever he comes on the microphone, sounds a little bit like that.
1: No, No. Jack does very well. that's just rude. I never
0: never know what you're going on about, Jack, to be honest. No, but that's just...
1: And Jack says the same about us. Pretty much. We're a real tight unit here.
0: No, look, I, I just wanted to play a little snippet of Cousin It. Sadly, the actor who played Cousin It, Felix Siller, unfortunately, passed away.
1: Yeah, so. it's very sad news to start your Monday.
0: I thought we'd end the show by just recognising what a great character he was over the and years. just
1: sticking it into Jack a bit more in the process. I'm no, used to it.
0: I would never.
2: <laughs> any, any last words from you, Mr. Misson, today on a Monday? No, I'm just my, my self-esteem is at an all-time low, so no.
1: Oh, wow, Bianco, you've got to give him one compliment now because that's mean.
2: I'm not here to give compliments, Catherine. Clearly. All right, let's end the show there, guys. (laughs) No. The boss has put his
1: foot down.
2: Thanks for getting the coffees this morning. There's your compliment. That's not a compliment. That's not a compliment.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What? That's not a compliment. You've thanked me Uh, for doing something. That's a thanking.
0: That is a thank you. Yeah, that's not a compliment. Thanking somebody for something they do in action is also a form of compliment. No, No.
2: it's not. No. Okay, thank you for being you then.
1: Oh, that's a
2: cop out. No, that's a cop out. Keep going. That was really
1: sincere. You
2: can thank me, you can compliment me on my hair. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you on Friday from four
0: o'clock. Have a wonderful week.
1: Take care.
0: Colin's up after the nine o'clock news.
1: Bye. Jack, your hair looks great.
0: See you later. Bye. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.